welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Yay, welcome. This is Gemma. I am so, so happy to be here. You have no idea. It um, appears the world is falling apart around me, and that's fine. <laughs> I bet you wonder what I'm talking about. I ran into three people this morning who are very um, moved by experiences happening in their lives. And it is, yeah, this is a life that's going to throw stuff at you. And the beautiful thing is, if we don't think of ourselves as separate, if we don't think of ourselves as alone, um, or as having to learn even, then these things are just opportunities and gifts. And I love the opportunity gifts that come my way. They remind me to center within. They remind me that all that exists is unconditional love and everything else is illusion. And it doesn't mean that um, I ignore it. It means that I acknowledge what communication is coming to me. So this morning, my lower back was really like twitchy and... um, and I've had in the past lower back pain. Now, if this was, say, four or five years ago, I might have been flipping out in a way where it's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, you know, my back is hurting and what's going to happen? But no, today I'm going to acknowledge the twitch. I'm going to take two-day action. I'm going to take this moment action. And my action is to bring love to it ask it what it wants to tell me about. I know this sounds crazy, but Louise L. Hay believes in the mental causes behind things and the, um, and the affirmations to clear them because we have to reboot every cell in the body to have a different thought, other thought than what caused the back to hurt in the first place. And traditionally lower back pain has to do with um, like maybe fear of lack of money or something. And it's weird because I did wake up this morning I have no reason to have a fear of lack of money. I have absolutely no reason. But I started coming up with reasons to fear lack of money. And it was really bizarre. And I could feel it in my body. And so maybe that was playing off of that frequency. You never know what started first, you know, the egg or the chicken kind of thing. But, you know, I think in, um, so funny, I think in that book, Disappearance of the Universe by Gary something, Gary can't think of his name right now. I'm not good with names anyway. You know that. So anyway, uh, he, um, he asked the question, what came first, a chicken or egg to these like awakened masters and, uh, or ascended masters. And they said, well, the truth of it is, it, the truth of it is that they both happened at the same time. Isn't that amazing? I, I mean, to even think of that is really cool, but everything happened at the same time. All aspects of ourselves happened at the same time. It's just so cool. I love being liberated by the truth because the truth is such a joyful place to be. And there is, there, you know, we've created these programs and worlds and beliefs that take us out of the joy. 
But to remember that all that exists is truth and joy, um, and it is all based on love, it's such a great map for getting back. You know, it's like we've convinced ourselves things that are real that don't feel good. And it's time to just be willing to leap into the deep end. And the deep end just feels good. And the leap end doesn't have the things that feel bad in it. So if um, having a stupid brother feels bad, when you leap into the deep end, you no longer have a stupid brother. You just have a brother. You just have a brother. And God bless, you might even have a brother who's really brilliant. You just couldn't see it for the fact that you were focused on the stupidity. Ooh, I love that. I love it. Oh, makes me want to cry. Oh my goodness. There's just so much amazing stuff to be experienced, but we've made a habit in focusing on the negative. And why is that? Because people think their egos are themselves. They believe that judging is um, how we actually survive moment to moment. Judgment has nothing to do with survival. Our ego is a tool used for the creative process, period. And if you are in a day-to-day moment not creating, then you are not using the ego. You don't need to use the ego. You don't want to use the ego. Because when you create a habit of ego, 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 um, involved in every moment, you lose track of who you truly are. Because you are not judgment. You are not bad or good. There was a saying, and I don't have it handy. It was from this amazing, um, insightful scientist. I think she was a scientist. She might have been a philosopher. And um, what the bleep do we know? And she said, why do you have addiction? You have addiction because you do not know better. Are you bad? No, you are not bad. I do not think you are good. I think you are God. And I love that. I love that. It's such a good reminder. And oh, I just want to cry. It's such a good reminder because so many people are hurting and struggling and they are God, you know? And then I have a friend, Sakatar, and she got me this amazing book. It's, it's called, I can't recommend it highly enough, even though it's so simple and it seems like a children's book. When you read it, it really changes your inner your inner vibration, your inner like, um, uh, there's, yeah, it's vibration. It's always vibration. It's almost like it rewires you. Right. And it's called ready. God got a dog and it's just a book of poems and it's a book of poems about God experiencing different things on earth and how God experiences it. And you realize that we are God. We are, we are these, we we are consciousness that focused in here to create. And then we get lost in the game. But there are many who can assist you in getting back to your truth, which is this incredible, incredible unconditional love. That is who you are. That is the truth of who you are. And from there, and loving what is, and loving all, and focusing and creating intention on what you want to grow. If you don't want a crappy government to grow, then don't focus on a crappy government. Focus on an extra, like exquisite government. Focus on an exquisite environment. 
you know, and then from there receive the inspired action. I am not a political, you know, like, I don't even know what they call them, activist. I'm not an activist of any sort. But if I was an activist, right, and I shifted instead of working from fear, I worked from love, then what I would do, I'm going to turn this dinghy off. Oh, well, I have no idea how. (laughs) I'm like such a cuckoo. So if you... If you focus, if you focus on, it's so crazy. I'm not even sure how to get back. Oh my goodness. So much distraction, but I love it all. So if you are love and you are unconditional love and you're looking at the world and you're setting intention on what you want to expand, and I am now an activist and I'm focused on, say, the government, if I'm coming from love, I will find the inspired action that will serve the highest good of all. Not just my team, but the highest good of all. Because in the shadow of unconditional love, everything that is not love is transmuted. And by shining unconditional love on the field of politics, I would be assisting others in finding a true path for change. And this is with everything. And do you know if love, unconditional love, can transmute illusion, we could, we can, and it has happened. We can clean up lakes with love and gratitude. We can stop war with love and gratitude. Oh, it's just amazing. And this is such a powerful tool, and yet we've been denied it. Because rather than go within for our authority, we've made a habit of going outside. And not only have we made a habit of it, but we've been encouraged to do it. We've been almost pushed to do it. And in some cultures, forced to do it. But it, it's always a choice, you know? It's like it comes down to that loving what is thing. It's like if I lived in a government that forced a certain thing on me, then I would just work around the law. I would work around it. You know, if the law is there. You're, you're not going to be able to change that. So just work around it. You know, and many people do that. Say people in China who want to have more kids, they move to an area where they're allowed to have more kids. That's what they do. Oh my gosh, I am feeling so electric and alive right now. And I'm, I'm sitting uh, cross-legged, Indian style, on my chair. I love it. Oh, my back fully straight. This might be like some sort of yoga, I don't know, yoga position. I don't know what it is, but... um. <clears throat> it feels really good for my body right now to be up on my sit bones on a dining room chair. I knew there was no way I was doing my podcast in my bed today, not with my back being tweaky, but I'm I'm going to like have this conversation on my back today. What do you want to do? <sighs> and what if there's just a wave of some sort of energy passing through this uh, reality right now that is affecting a lot of people because I've I've run into, I mean, it's early in the morning and three people who've reached out to me with uh, some serious weight on them, you know? So perhaps, perhaps, you know, uh, perhaps it's like something. Maybe this isn't us. Maybe this is just how we handle these waves of frequency coming across, you know, our reality. Oh my gosh. I mean, are you feeling the love yet? I love you. I love you so much. I I want you to feel loved because I want you to be able to remember. I want you to tune inward. I want every cell in your body 
to reboot to that unconditional love because it's electric. And then from there, anything is possible. And I'm going to tell you anything because at the point that you center into that unconditional love, you have the key to getting out of the box. And I actually think you might already be out of the box, but just not aware of it yet. So it's crazy because we are out of the box now. We can do anything. We can feel it. We can feel that anything is possible. You know, in an instant, I'll go from low frequency to high frequency. And in the low frequency, I was like heavy as a brick. I mean, I couldn't move. I was like, blah, 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 blah. Suddenly in high frequency, I'm light as a feather. I'm, I'm dancing like a ballerina. I can jump. I can twist. I can wiggle and... I mean, it may not be as beautiful as a ballerina, but it's definitely as agile, you know, like that's the cool thing. And I remember this experience when I was young too. And it's all frequency. I thought I wouldn't get back there. It has nothing to do with, um, oh, my body was young. No, it hasn't anything to do with that. I'll give you another example. And, And this is, my examples are very broad strokes. And this is because they're stories. And I just really don't care about the details. I don't care about the science. I just don't care. So maybe this story you've heard before. And so then you'll be like, oh yeah, I remember that. But if not, then you'll get the gist of it. But it had to do with this man who had this crippling paralysis. Maybe it was arthritis or something in his hands and he couldn't use them and he was in pain all day long. But for two hours a day, he would sit and play the piano. And for those two hours, he played beautiful. And for those two hours, he had no pain. So do you see? Raise the frequency. Do what you're passionate about. And your body lines up for that. Everything goes into the frequency of that. In the split second he sits down at the piano, the frequency in every cell in his body shifts to his passion. And in his passion, there is no pain. So how do we extend that passion into all areas of our life? How do we extend it? And I have told you in the past, and I have just barely enough time to tell you again, that when you align your lives with unconditional love, you will receive inspired action. You follow that inspired action. It brings you full face into your passion. You engage in more inspired action and you're activating your passion at this point. When we activate our passion, we find that we can leave no area of our life not aligned with the passion. So everything in our life has to come into alignment with our passion. So the food I eat now is in alignment with my passion. My friends are in alignment with my passion. The the words coming out of my mouth are in alignment with my passion all the time. My vehicle, my home, my career, my work, everything is aligned with my passion. How I handle myself in public, how I speak to a stranger, all aligned with my passion. I continue along this path by following more inspired action. And my passion turns into my calling. And I am now fully in my calling. And now my life up levels every single aspect of it to the frequency of my calling. The, the, the way I organize things, the way I dress, the people in my life, the husbands, the children, the, everything aligns to my calling. It is magnificent. And every one of us, this is our birthright. So it's merely a point of really taking ownership of what you are capable of. And I know you're capable of this. I, because all this is, is unconditional love. All this is, is saying that, In this moment, 
I throw out the negative. I throw out the judgment. And I love what is. Love what is. And in the beginning, if you're new to this, you're going to just focus on the things that you can love. And that's fine. But then expand it. Focus on the things that it's possible to love. I love this chair. I love my computer. I love my cell phone. I love the lake in the backyard. I love my feet. Just do this. Do this. Make this your mantra. I love the guy screaming at me on the street. (laughs) I love the, the politicians in the White House. I love the people moving into the White House. I love the government leaders all over the world doing the best they can. We know they are. I love the house painters of the, of the world. I love the builders. I love the teachers. Do you see? Like, just love. All right, with that, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to, um, oh, I don't even know where my thing is now. Um, I'm going to let you go. I want you to be just starting this little tiny, tiny nudge into love today. If you're already doing it, expand it. If you're just starting, start small and just have fun. I love you so much. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafasset.com or... 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.